What up, Salem's and Stationers? It's it's me, your boy, <laughs> Alex. With shut the fuck up. With <laughs> what's your name again? Uh, I'm your co-host, Bobby. Yeah, it's him. Welcome. Yeah, welcome aboard. Uh, oh, oh my God, we should say that because it's station, right? I mean, I meant it as like a radio station, like something you hear. <laughs> we just, but... Can we just please integrate trains slowly into our brand <laughs> until it becomes a, a fucking train podcast? That's what I was thinking. Uh, Dude, on April, on April first, we should do like a fucking <laughs> episode on trains, haunted trains. <gasps> oh. <laughs> That's a cool idea. Um, but welcome aboard. I was say completely normal trains, but oh, yeah, okay, haunted yeah. trains. Yeah. Um, welcome aboard the Salem Station podcast. Uh, today's episode will, well, as you've seen the title of this episode, we're doing Insidious, uh, The Red Door. It is a movie. Now, normally... Normally, I'd ask, oh, and the reason why I'm whispering is because, or be quieter than usual is because it is pretty late. Um, but the, normally, I'd ask, what's our expectations going into a movie like this? But I think the audience kind of already knows what our expectations were. I know kind of your expectations. I mean, I don't remember what episode it was, but. We had like an episode where in the beginning we went over <laughs> the insidious reviews, uh, and I think one of them said it's at least more entertaining than mining in a uranium field or something like that. <laughs> Which I mean, now think about it, that's actually pretty fucking sick. I don't oh, know. What uranium mines? I, I thought uranium was like a man-made um, element, or is that not what true? The fuck? What the fuck? No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> Wait, really? Well, there's you've some... gone your entire life thinking uranium is man-made. Well, there's some elements that are radioactive that are man-made. No, I mean, yeah, but that's <laughs> that's not one of them. Is plutonium one? Maybe I was confusing it with that. Plutonium is an no. Plutonium's an element. Yeah, no, but some elements are man-made. Oh, man-made. Yeah, it's plutonium is man-made. They have found trace amounts of it naturally occurring, but it is usually man-made. Okay, okay. I think there's a difference between something that can be man-made and something that exists because man made it. Uranium, plutonium is an element. Uranium, it exists. Uranium. It two, just can be man-made. Uranium two fourteen can only be made in artificial circumstances. Well, yeah, but that's just an isotope. That's not. Yeah, you're right. That's, <laughs> that's not like all uranium. That's just a specific a unstable specific isotope. Yeah. Yeah. Fun, fun fact: uranium doesn't glow because it's radioactive. Yeah, it is a naturally occurring radioactive element. Well, anyways, some of elements are. I don't. Man-made. I don't think you. Wait, no. <laughs> wait, wait. I think you misunderstood what I said. Uranium doesn't glow because it's radioactive. It glows because of the way that it interacts with UV, not because it's radioactive. Oh, no, I, I just looked this up, but it says uranium is a naturally occurring radioactive element. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not, there's uh, quite a few naturally occurring uh, elements. Uh, radioactive elements. Yeah, plutonium. Uh, technically, most elements are 
radioactive. <laughs> Three degree potassium is radioactive. Isn't there American? What is it called? Amer Americany? Americanium. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just literally America. Uh, interesting. Um, it, yeah, it's called uh, Americium. Americium. Yeah. Uh, atomic number ninety-five. It destroys itself almost immediately. I think. That's or is crazy. it maybe another one? It's used in smoke alarm. What? That's interesting. Honestly, this is pretty fascinating stuff. I'm sorry for those that came in. Wait, uh, wait. Okay, quick tangent. <laughs> Do you know how smoke alarms work? I don't. I don't. I never bothered to. So the way. Oh, I'm. I'm gonna learn you a thing. So plutonium. Plutonium <laughs> is what was typically originally uh, used. Uh, and, and as you know, it's radioactive, and radioactivity means that it, it emits uh, particles. Yes. So the way that smoke detectors work is that they have a piece of radioactive material, which is typically plutonium, or apparently Amer americium, americium, whatever the fuck it's called, that um, it's constantly emitting particles. But when smoke raises into that area where it's emitting the particles, it disrupts the flow of those particles and the sensor uh, that's reading the radioactivity of that element gets tripped because it's changing and that's how it gets activated i see i see that's pretty interesting i did not know that yep the battery is for the sensor not for the actual radioactive piece that's also why if you buy a shit ton of smoke detectors you get put on an fbi list <laughs> uh. that's how the the radioactive boy scout uh, he bought smoke detectors to make his own like nuclear reactor. Oh my god! Um, fun, fact, yeah, fun fact: radiation does decay. So for those of you that want to try this fun experiment at home, grab a metallic fork and put it in the microwave. Um, <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were gonna say <laughs> if you guys want to try radiation poisoning at home. <laughs> yeah, no, don't do that. That's how you cause boom booms. Yeah, don't don't actually. Can I tell you about the time I put a microwave. I put a spoon in the microwave to warm it up because because <laughs> the ice cream was cold. <laughs> it's was, it was like it's like fucking like eight a.m. I had just woken up. Oh. I didn't get much sleep. Eight a.m. and I wanted ice cream. Ice cream at eight a.m. It was. I, I don't know why. I I remember being sleep deprived. And you know how ice cream when it's too cold you can't like. You can't you can't really get at it because it's just like a block. <laughs> I was like, huh? What if I put the spoon and warm it oh up? Oh <laughs> my god! I stop. I stopped after I saw like a singular spark, and luckily everything was fine. But for like a second, I almost burned down the fucking house. Jesus Christ! You could have like used the stove. Like... I dude, I don't fucking I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I, wow, um, that was quite tangent. I don't know how we went. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! Um, talking about so conjuring, the insidious red doors, <laughs> insidious conjuring insidious. the red doors, oh. more like inside these nuts. Um, so I'm gonna leave. Yeah, uh, where's Enrique? We we need him back. <laughs> so I mean, going into the movie because of some of the reviews we had seen, did you have? I mean, it's kind of a stupid question asking now, but did you have high expectations going in? I had really no expectations. I was like, oh, okay, another Conjury movie. I know it's probably not going to be as great as the other ones. Because it's been like... It's I, don't know, I feel like everyone kind of expects 
Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, Insidious. I think everyone <laughs> kind of expects that, like, with every... This is the third one, fifth. right? Fifth. Fifth. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's the fifth one, huh? With every movie, it just continues to get worse a little bit. Like, everyone is, like, a point five. Like, on a, on a scale of, like, Ooh. one to ten, yeah. every movie that comes after is, like, a point five percent, like, point five point decrease. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So I just yeah. kind of expected that. Yeah. So I was just like, yeah, this is going to be an okay movie. Definitely the worst in the series, but it's going to be a movie. Um, Yeah, my expectations weren't that high. I mean, just because of the reviews we had seen. Um, and yeah, I, I just wasn't, I, I just wasn't looking forward to it. Also, a lot of like the horror, like people that I follow or, you know, that I'm, that I communicate with sometimes, they really didn't mention or bring up insidious the red door much so i was kind of like no one's talking about it which is kind of weird considering people really like the first insidious movie but um so yeah i did kind of go in with like low expectations but not like expectations thinking that this would be the worst thing ever just more like whatever this is just another movie that they're putting out you know yeah, I think that's all the prelude we need to get into the actual movie. Okay, so we watched this movie, like we said, during whatever episode that was that we weren't going to watch it in theaters. Um, we held that promise. Uh, we watched it once it hit streaming. Uh, and, I mean, I mean, it's all right. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's alright. It, it, I remember you getting scared, I think, a handful of times. Well, uh, it was more like I, I was, I let my guard down throughout the, the entire movie. So some of the jump scares did uh, actually get me. Um, and we could talk about some of that. I actually wrote down some notes. Normally, I don't ever do that. Normally, if I write down notes, it's because I really like what I'm watching, like during our, uh, during our Hill House episode, but this one I wrote down notes just because I knew I was going to forget <laughs> everything about it. Alex, have you seen the first two Insidious movies before we get into this one? Uh, yeah. I think I've seen all of them. All of them, okay. So, <laughs> I've only seen the first two. I have not seen Insidious 3 or Insidious 4. Fucking even. <laughs> um, but you don't need to watch those two because this one... so. I think <laughs> you don't need to watch those. I don't even remember those movies. Let me look them up real quick. Just so you you keep talking. I'm gonna just so one and two follow the family, right? That we know, right? Played by, the father, played by Patrick <laughs> Wilson, the guy in the Conjuring movies. His name is Josh, and then he has a son named Dalton, and then they have a wife. Wait, is one of them with? Was one of them with the cool guys, the like group of friends, and it's like. No, that's paranormal activity. <laughs> Fuck, I keep thinking... I, I don't know why I keep bringing that up. Fuck. You really like that movie. It's a fun movie. It's a fun movie. It, 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 it's it's a fun movie because it could be any movie. Like, it can, <laughs> it can be put into... You could just say it's part of, like, any horror franchise, and it would just fit in. Which is what you do already. Uh, yeah, it, it's paranormal activity 5, the marked one that... The marked ones, that, the one that he's referencing. But, um... The father, Josh, right, played by Patrick Wilson. He has a son named Dalton. They have a wife named Renee. Or he has a wife named Renee. Not he and his son. Uh, they don't share a wife. And there's like two other siblings or something. Huh? Nothing. Uh, 
But the third film, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. The third film is a standalone story that I believe doesn't have anything to do with the first two, and I believe the fourth one also is. I now uh, synopsis is it follows a teenager who's trying to contact her late mother. Now that's the third um, one, right? The fourth the psychic is there. At least, whatever your name is. The fourth one, I do know more about because I remember the marketing for that one. We could not. Oh yeah, the last key. Yeah, remember like in the they're like they would always have the trailers and on the billboards the demon with like the little key for like fingers and whatnot. Um, I don't even know what the demon is for the third one. That's kind of like a blind spot for me in that franchise. It's God, I don't know. Yeah, I know. I know the demons for all the other ones, but the third one is just—I don't know. Is <laughs> Insidious Three actually scary? <laughs> That's one of the main questions on Google. So I don't know if someone who's not seen the first two Insidious movies—I don't know if they'd be lost watching this one, <clears throat> the the Red Door, because the fifth one really relies, I think, on your knowledge of the first two. I mean, they do a pretty well enough job explaining things that led up to that fifth one, but I think it, I think you you benefit really from having seen the first two, uh, because and it's not some situations right. You can watch the just the first one and then jump into this one. You can't even do that with this franchise, because the first one ends on a cliffhanger with the father killing Ellie's, you know, the old lady, um, and he's possessed, which leads into the second one, right? Um, we you know that footage where. Stupidest fucking way to do it. You, you know the... And that's why, actually, the second Insidious is the lowest rated film in the series with a, yeah, a 28 uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. I would be honest. I really didn't like Insidious 2 when I watched it initially years ago. Um, I mean, that matches the ratings. <laughs> I remember it being such a letdown. I've only seen it once. Um, it's also filmed by James, Wan, by James Wan. I don't know what happened with that one. That I think... Oh... I think it came out the year or the year, either the same year as or the year before The Conjuring. So James Wan probably put all of his efforts into The Conjuring and said, you know what, Insidious 2, you also, I guess, you can come out as well. Insidious 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but you know that scene in the fifth one, right, where he has the hammer, right? It's like a flashback and he's possessed and he's like trying to kill his children. Yeah. That is a scene of the second movie. So there's a lot of callbacks specifically to the second one. Like there's a lot more callbacks to the second one than the first one. Um, I don't know if it's a smart decision calling back to literally the worst film in the series, (laughs) but that's, that's, that's what they did. So, you know, yeah, but they also kind of have to, because the first one ends on a cliffhanger. You can't just watch the first and then watch the fifth. You kind of watch the second. So, the they really kind of fucked themselves up with that. Yeah. So the 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 second Insidious movie, for those who haven't seen it, uh, that one ends with the scene that begins the red that the with the scene that starts off the red door. You know the scene where the father and the son are getting hypnotized uh, to forget their memories. That is the ending of the second one, and I think they even reused the footage. The second one ends with them forgetting it because they're traumatized from the father having, you know, chased them down with a hammer. Uh, Which I think is valid. Now, it's a very happy ending, the second one. But what the fifth one shows us is that the family is torn apart because of that. 
the the Josh the father which again makes sense. I mean, your dad trying to kill you when you're a kid. I don't think that's some shit you grow out of. <laughs> yeah, I'll um, be real with you. The 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 father moves out. He lives on his own, but he doesn't remember why there's the split in the family because again his memories were why do my children hate me <laughs> his memories were wiped away but but not his wife's and not the other child's uh as a matter of fact i forgot that they had a third child she's they have a daughter and i was like oh did they have a daughter oh, yeah. after i forget that the daughter is the baby in the first insidious the one that's crying over the baby monitor oh, I, I completely like forget. Ba- it barely counts. Yeah, I know, barely. Which I was, I was like, oh, I didn't know they had a third child after the second one. It's like, no, 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 no. That that child was there since the first. Dalton, the boy who was in the coma in the first one, he is going to college. I'm gonna be honest. The first half of this movie is kind of like whatever's, dude. I, I really, it really. This is kind of like guy going to college, it father really being is. a shitty parent. This is like, huh. There's, like, one spooky scene where he's, like, in the car in the beginning, and there's, like, somebody that appears behind him, and then, ooh, they disappear. Who was that? Like, in, in the in the rear in the rear uh, win, uh, window, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, in the rearview mirror. And then after that, I don't remember anything spooky really starting no, until, takes... like, I'm... it takes a while. Yeah, it really does. Um, yeah, but for, I like, I, I, I kind of... I really do like the second half of the movie, but unfortunately you have to get to the first half. And it is, like Alex just said, him just in college. Uh, And then he has a roommate, and they're quirky, you know, they're like opposites, and it's, I guess, fun to see them interact or whatever. And then uh, his father, uh, Josh, gives him a note to kind of join like a fraternity, uh, just just to check it out. And and it's kind of I remember you and me thinking this is kind of bizarre, like in an insidious movie, uh, where, yeah. where they're at the party and like the the dude at the frat, his name's like Nick, but they call him like Nick the Dick or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, just like what the fuck. And then they mentioned, oh, well, let's not have a repeat of last year's incident, and it's like, huh? Excuse me. And then the incident, some kid fucking died. Like that's not like that's not just an innocent. Like that's not just an incident. <laughs> it's an yeah. actual fucking crime. Like that's. <laughs> Wait, I also remember everyone was having such a good time at the party. Everyone is such good vibes, and he ruined it. Remember, he ruined it by coming out dressed as a diaper on the stairs, announcing himself or something. Oh yeah, it's just. Such a weird fucking sequence. But, so, Dalton doesn't know that he has the ability to travel to the further. Uh, the further, what is that? That's like astrally projecting yourself, right? Where you can remove your consciousness. Isn't it basically, like, purgatory? Like... Kind of. Yeah, you know, kind of, because yeah. it's not just the soul. Like, spirits. Yeah. Yeah, like, spirits from there. It's not just the spirits of the people who have the ability to roam outside of their body, but also demons inhabit the area. So it's got to have, like, some, you know, something that isn't just human. Like, there's other, there's non-human entities there as well. Like, in the first Insidious, right, you, I think his name in the credits is uh, Lipstick Face Demon. Uh, some 
Yeah, I, was it lipstick face? I think it was like red face. Something I I, like I forget. So people, but yeah, some, something like that. Some people call him uh, Darth Maul's meth head cousin. You uh, know yeah, one. I mean that's yeah, it's a pretty good. Uh, <laughs> I feel like that's a pretty good description. Pretty apt. Yeah. Um, so like you know he's a demon. He's not a that's not a person actually projecting that. That's a that's a that's a scary dude. Um, but Dalton he doesn't because his memories have been wiped. He doesn't realize he can see things that nobody else can. So when he's at the frat, he sees the person like he comes across someone who's throwing up in the bathroom, and he's like, "Oh shoot, man! Like you okay?" And then he's like, "Bro, are you good?" Yeah, and the dude looks up, and it's the dude from the incident. Like his eyes are white, and he's like what like decaying or something it looks gnarly yeah but yes. yeah the effects are pretty well pretty well done yeah it's pretty oh i gotta bring up something uh now that you mentioned that i don't know if it's just me but this too. felt like something that it didn't have a theatrical production to me it seemed it felt no it, it definitely didn't it definitely felt like something straight to stream like, yeah like terrifier terrifier Two or like the original Terrifier, but like with better cameras. Yeah, and, and better actors because <laughs> the first time. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, but this felt like a straight to streaming like movie compared to like the first two. Those are theatrical. Like, yeah. It didn't. It didn't feel like you know. In most movies, it's like okay, this is like the first act. This is the second act. Like yeah. the way that theatrical releases kind of flow. This movie did not feel like that. Yeah, it, really... it felt like okay. Now we're doing this. Now, now this is happening. Now, now we're at a frat house. <laughs> now, like it just kind of shoehorned a fucking a kid dying in in the restroom. Like it's just I don't know. It just felt really shoehorned. Yeah, I agree. Um, we also show that he's an art school major, uh, which you and I were like, hey, yo, like her his professors like roasting him like you know i was roasted yeah his professor's just like what the fuck is this it was like damn dude chill it's 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 art like damn i feel like maybe most art majors are like that i mean architecture would you consider it art i guess i mean yeah it's a form of art it's a form of expression i mean yeah i mean most people do uh we had some i had some professors like that they were just absolutely rude i remember uh, I had a professor who once who saw a chick's project and said that it looked like she had made her model by <laughs> she'd cut up her model using like it looked like she, <laughs> it looked like she had made her model by cutting it with like her toenails or something. It was something horrible. Um, you know, you know, you're not the best one to be talking about this, Mister. I presented the same model for a week <laughs> straight and just like took it apart and did something slightly different with it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Never mind. Uh, anyways, uh, what so... the fuck are you thinking? By the way, <laughs> I'm like, what, what is your fucking mindset? I'm just curious. I, I don't know. I, I, I just, I, I don't know. I guess Were you just... just like fuck this shit? Like, did you just like not care that much? It must have been a point where I was just like, I don't feel like making any more models. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fucking, fucking the was the second is it second year is it I think it was like sometime maybe first year the our first time like printing scale drawings <laughs> and everybody's scales were just like completely wrong and the icing on the cake was you coming out with this fucking poster sized fucking image of your shitty plant. <laughs> 
<laughs> you put one in a converting tower wall, and you're like, I have another one. Do you want me to put it up? And he's like, no, Robert. <laughs> you just put it over there. Yeah, everyone had printed out their plans on reasonably sized paper. <laughs> Someone like eight, eight and a half by 11, like just like, you know, regular letter paper. There were a few on 11 by 17. Some of them are like really small. It's like you can barely see when the fucking robber comes in. <laughs> Legitimate, like fucking roll. <laughs> I, I came in with a, I came in with like two or three sheets. Each sheet yeah, covered like, up a wall, and those walls were massive. Uh, what were they? They were like five foot no, by I mean, like. They were more. It was like ten feet by like twenty feet or something like that. Yeah, it was like absolutely <laughs> insane. I, I, put, <laughs> I, I put one up, and everyone looked at me like, "Bro, make some room for me." It's <laughs> like, what the fuck? And Bro, then... what the fuck did you say <laughs> <on> that shit? <laughs> and then I, I asked our Bro, professor. Bro, the one-to-one scale. You just fucking printed that shit. He <laughs> didn't <even> scale it. <laughs> he just leave that shit. He control me like it looks small on my laptop. And then you just fucking printed There's no more room. Where'd I put up my second one? person got it right and there's like what 20 of us it's like the type of like it was like the size of like the u.s flag you'd find at like sporting events like massive <laughs> dude how much does that fucking cost you know i don't remember where i printed it at it wasn't as expensive as you think fucking yeah yeah because it's a big ass sheet of paper with like fucking shitty ass plans in the center of them it's <laughs> like 90 percent of it yeah it's wasted space <laughs> dude if i was in that that art teacher's classroom in cities dude she would have roasted you showed up with that <laughs> Alrighty, someone didn't get the memo for the sizes of the easels um, Can you imagine you showing up with the same painting three times a week? You just paint over it a little bit. Just do like what Adam Dalton did. Do what Dalton yeah. did, but, <laughs> but, but change the color of the door every time. <laughs> um, oh my god, that's stupid yeah. as shit. Anyway, but so Dalton in his art class, like he doesn't know why he's thinking about this damn red door. Both him and his father, their memories are coming back from the first two movies. Um, he's painting a red door. When asked why, he doesn't remember is it, why. I forget. Is it ever explained why they're coming back? Or is it just kind of like, oh, guess what? PTSD. I think they just put, I don't, you know, we just watched this not long ago. I already forgot. I, um, think, I think it starts with Dalton, the, the kid, as he's like, I guess, kind of like going to art, you know, diving with his mind. Oh, yeah, because the, the first scene is like, He's like the 
the artist tells him to paint from his heart. Oh, yeah. So he, yeah. like, closes his eyes or something, right? And he mm-hmm. just, like, like subconsciously paints. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's what kicks it off. And then I think that's when his dad starts, like, his memories start really coming back because they're, like, linked. I don't remember why he saw so I, I guess it I guess it is kind I guess it is kind of explained. Yeah. I know his father. They have a pretty decent sequence where he's trying to get an MRI done. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. I think that's best probably scene in the movie. Yeah, that's probably the best sequence of the movie also. That or the kid throwing up uh in the in the frat yeah. house. I well I don't I I've had MRIs before and God, just watching that makes me like my skin tingle. Oh, interesting. It makes my skin tingle. I think I think that's the wrong expression. Tingle. It makes my skin crawl because, like, when when you're in that tube, like, you can't move. When you're in that tube, like, you can't move at all. Like, your arms are at your side, and of course they tell you not to move for like a good image. But even um, even then, it's like, even if you wanted to move, you really couldn't. It's it's like really condensed and right. i think well it's explained that he like passed out right yeah which, he like slept or something yeah which <clears throat> i think first of all if they kind of wake you up if that happens i think i'm not sure oh, yeah? i've never fallen asleep there i i i think so i'm not sure but uh also yeah that makes sense because like they were doing an mri of his head right and his like entire body was in there it's like that's not how that works but oh. I didn't yeah, know it's, that. A, it's a movie. It's, it's whatever. Yeah, it's it's only like, uh, like you're only up until like, God, just a little bit below your armpits. Like your shoulders are in there, but that's pretty much it. Just your upper, upper half of your body. Right. Um. Interesting how you can relate to the MRI sequence, and I can relate to the guy throwing up in the toilet yeah. sequence. It's very interesting. The duality yeah. here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the duality of men. It's, uh, you know, it would have been more relatable to you if it was a bed. <laughs> it makes me nervous for our Vegas trip. So, I mean, a lot of the story details gets a little... Like, I don't remember most of the sequences. I, I think yeah. the scientific term is uh, fucky-wucky. Uh, yeah, yeah, that very scientific term. Um, I, I, I remember the, the two guys, the two investigators that are with Elise, you know, at least the old lady in the first movie. Um, yeah. I forget their names, but they have a YouTube channel now, um, and they kind of showed it on the movie, which is kind of fun. You know, what, what are they doing now? They have their own, little, yeah, cool. you know, gig where they explain uh, what is astral projecting, what's the further. That's fun. Because, I mean, what else are you going to do with those characters? The Darth Maul vil- uh, demon, he's back. Um, because Dalton realizes he can astral project, and he's doing it. Now, because he doesn't have his memories, like, fully back, he doesn't realize why he stopped doing it in the first place. And basically... Yeah, like, why the fuck did I stop doing this? And then very quickly he learned why the fuck he stopped doing this. <laughs> yeah, so in the first movie, the more he astral projected, like, like the more he separated himself from, the, from his body, the more opportunity it gave to something else to inhabit his body. So when you like, for instance, once he came back to his body, it's like, well, something's already in there. And in the first movie, that was the goal of Darth Maul's cousin to go in and inhabit Dalton's body, which is why Dalton was in a coma, right? Because he could not go back to his body. But the demon had not successfully taken over. Um, but in this movie, that demon is back and he successfully does what he could not in the first movie. He takes over Dalton's body. 
uh, and Dalton's locked up in like a little area, just like in the first movie. And just like in the first movie, the father has because the father can also astral project. He has to go into the further and save his son. I mean, it's pretty cool. There's some moments where they play um the Tiny Tim song. What's it called? Uh, the Tulips one. Uh, oh, what does it go? Tiptoe through the tulips, something, something. Oh something, yeah, something, um, something. Tip yeah, toe which is through the tulips with me. Which, oh. Yeah, which I mean, it's such a haunting song, but I mean, the point of the song, like. He wanted to make people happy. I feel so bad. Like, he wanted his song. All, all he, the, the original artist of that song is like, I just want to make people happy. And then it was like, creepy song. Use it. Yeah. So sad. Yeah. Insidious will all will forever have uh, made it so that him and his music is associated with horror and scary imagery. Yeah. Which is sad. Um. Also, there's kind of like a little side plot where like, Patrick Wilson's character, Josh, the father, he realizes that his father also could do the same or something. And like, that's how he died or whatever. I don't remember. Whatever yeah. is. Uh, I just wrote it down, but it's not really important. And, and so Dalton, what he ends up painting is uh, over the red door is his father with the hammer, because that's what that's the sequence from the second movie. And then, he, you know, all the memories flood back to both Patrick Wilson uh, and Josh, sorry, and Dalton. Uh, they both remember, and they both escape the further. Um, but the way to close the door, I guess, on the demon is by doing what the Rolling Stones uh, suggested in that one song. Uh, I see a red door, and I want it painted black. Uh, that's what he did to his painting. And there, they close the door on uh, Darth Maul's cousin. And they save the day. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yep. Oh, and, and it kind of has, like, a cute little moment um, where at the end of the movie, you know, Elise shows up. I think it's, like, a, like a like a little, like, she's visiting him from beyond, and she's like, don't worry, you know, uh, the the future is yeah. going to be okay. Which was actually pretty cool. Yeah, it's a cute, heartwarming moment. It's like, you know, she, she's there looking over him. I also wrote down uh, something you had said when uh, Dalton was possessed. By Darth Maul, uh, you wrote <laughs> Dalton's on sabbatical. <laughs> oh yeah, like that Spider-Man too. It's like Dalton's on sabbatical. <laughs> Dalton's not here. Would you like to leave a message? Pretty much it. Uh, that, that's it for the movie. I mean, there really isn't much else. The um, ending was really like, oh, that's it. That uh, like it was just like, hmm. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna be honest. I think I like it more than the second one, though. Like the second one, really, I was not that so hyped about. After I, I mean, it's been a year since I've seen it, so maybe my opinion on it will change. I mean, the last time I watched it was, I think, in high school. That's a long time ago. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I, it's it's due time for me to re- revisit Insidious to and visit uh, Insidious three and four. But I, I like this one, I think, more than the second one. But the first one's still easily miles the be- easily miles better than this one. That's that's oh, in, what would you get it out of? Uh, like, if we were to rank it, rate it out of ten, probably like a six or a seven. Honestly, I same, same six or seven. I think six, six is okay. 
Uh, it, it's it's yeah. a little bit above uh, average, right? Five is average, but it's not it's not here to blow your socks off, right? Yeah. Um. Now we kind of th- th- that's our review of Insidious: The Red Door. Uh, you could watch it if you're. I think if you're a diehard fan of Insidious, you'll probably like it. Um, probably not love it as much as the first, but definitely like it. Um, but if you're not a diehard Insidious fan, I can't really see i can't i can't really tell if whether you know to recommend this or not i I don't know if you like it or not um now we have two other things to kind of discuss alex has a surprise topic for us and i kind of decided to come up with one as well on the fly um alex what's your surprise topic surprise topic uh it's just more of a question oh if you could choose any like oh let me rephrase this which of any of the major like horror franchises, which which situation of those do you think you would most likely survive? Scream, easily. Scream. Ghostface is always tripping so? over himself, my guy. Oh, okay. Well, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Actually, I have. I think anybody has a good chance going up against Ghostface because in like all the movies he's always tripping up it's not like Michael where you can't really fight back because he'll just kill you whereas Ghostface like people have fought back Um, you can't really fight back against like Jason the thing though is you don't want to let your guard down in case if a second Ghostface comes out you know out of the blue and gets you Uh, because that's the thing about Ghostface uh, that's what kind of gives me the edge over most people is that you forget that there's not just one, there's multiple. Um, so I guess it really depends if if it's one versus one. I I could see myself surviving that, but if like I beat one and then I let my guard down, I'm like oh, okay, yeah, sure, and then another one comes up, you know, then I could see myself not surviving that. Uh, what did what did you have in mind? Honestly, I don't know. <clears throat> I want to see Ghostface too. Just shoot him. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Just, like just shoot him. He's not bulletproof. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, except for that one where he wears the bulletproof vest, but you know, uh, double tap. Oh yeah, that's true. Double tap. They do. I think they say that in this in that series. Um, oh yeah, I think they mentioned it. Uh you don't think you'd survive like Final Destination? Fuck no. <laughs> Would you want to be going against a human or going against a death himself? Oh, that's true. What, what would you want to be uh, found in a saw scenario? Oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, everything else is pretty gruesome and horrible. Scream is like the tame one. It's like you know, I could survive. Uh, Candyman, can you survive that if you don't have any reflective surfaces after you say the five after you say his name five times in front of a mirror? I would just rather not test it true oh uh jaws just don't go into the water fair enough speaking about jaws uh the woman who was on the original poster the famous one with the shark about to eat her Mm -hmm. apparently she's an advocate for preserving sharks now which is really cool she's still alive yes that's pretty good that that was all of your that that was your secret subject your secret topic. Yeah, that that was pretty much it. Okay, that, if you, I think we should do that more often, just like a random question out of the blue. 
Um, okay, well, I have a <laughs> my topic's a little longer than that. I don't know how long it's gonna take. I'm trying to go pretty uh, quick with this. Um, we are planning on going to Halloween Horror Nights here in Hollywood, uh, not Orlando. So sorry for my Orlando people. Um, and we're gonna go. I, I decided, hey, why don't we go through the list of mazes and shows and whatnot that they have, and we say whether or not that's one we're looking forward to. Uh, so first up, uh, oh, and we can say, um, yeah, that's one I wanted really do, or, or I, I think we should have, we should have three responses. One, that's one we really really want to do. Two, I mean. Yeah, sure. I, I, I would like to go on it, but not as much as, you know, the other ones. Or three, I really could care less. Um, so the first up is the Terror Tram. Oh, and the reason why I said Hollywood, not Orlando, is because Orlando has some mazes that we don't have, and we have some mazes that they don't have. For instance, we have Evil Dead Rise as a maze. Orlando does not. Um Oh, wow, that's interesting. And don't worry if our Hollywood people are like, oh, my God, what cool mazes do they have that we, we don't? Um, a lot of their mazes are like original properties anyway, so you're not missing out on much. I like to think we got the better end. Um, a lot of the ones we have are based on existing properties and existing movies. Not to say they don't have that over there, but a lot more of theirs are original. Um, so the first up is the Terror Tram. Uh, and the theme is the Exterminators. Uh, and I have a little synopsis. Uh, this is an original idea. Uh, it, it looks like to be like bug related. Uh, terror. Let me let me pull up the details. Terror tram is back, and this time the bugs are taking over. Tour guide Larry Larva and his bug-headed exterminators are out to get rid of humans with the help of his killer new pesticide. You'll be swarmed by many-legged horrors who will worm their way into your fears. You'll end with a walkthrough of Jupiter's claim from Jordan Peele's film, Nope. Which is pretty cool. Uh, what, what, oh, that's pretty cool. What do you think about this one? Do you think they'll bring the they bring the monster? No, but last year we didn't do this, and last year um, they had uh, like you know the little floaty things that, that go up? They had that there. Um, yeah. And uh, Yeah, I regret not doing it last year. They have speakers hidden throughout, so there's random moments where everything will shut off, and they'll play the sound as if though something's flying overhead, and like you can hear it throughout the entire um, area, which is pretty cool. Oh, uh, what what do you what do you expect? Uh, yay for this one, meh, or not really looking forward to it? I'm excited for it. This one's really cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually really excited for this one too. I, I kind of want to do the Terra Tram. Even though it's not a property, it's like an original thing, except for the note part. I, I it's still really cool. Um, I hope I don't. I hope I hope if we do go on it, it's you know not let down by it. Um, the next one, let me pull this one up. The next one is based on Stranger Things Four. You must band together with your squad if you want to resist Vecna's gruesome curse. Take on the scariest season of Stranger Things yet. Like Eleven, now's your chance to stop him once and for all as you have the un- ultimate showdown in Vecna's blood-red mind lair. Every ending has a beginning. I, I don't know. I have I not seen I'm it. not caught up with Stranger Things. Yeah, so. I was going to say that. Yeah, I've not seen Stranger... I've only seen the first season of it. A miracle I haven't seen. Miracle, let's see. If, uh, 
it's a miracle I even watched the first season, but I haven't seen season four. I heard Vecna is a really cool villain, but I, I, I think the worst maze we've ever gone to was str- the year that they had. Well, they have like Stranger Things every year, but there's one year that we did a Stranger Things maze, and it was not great. I think it was the worst one we've done. Yeah, like, out of all the, the atmosphere years. was pretty good though. Huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's alright. I guess. I'm not really looking forward to Stranger Things 4. We might end up doing it. I'm sure there's a lot of people in our group who are fans of it, but... Okay, here's the next one. The... Oh, I know. I know you're going to fucking want to go to this one. The Exorcist Believer. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I haven't even read the description yet. Uh, Angela Catherine. I guess this is the name of the two girls. Two missing girls have been found with no memory of what happened to them, but wherever they are... The ultimate evil has returned with them. Witness a chilling chain of events as you enter the most terrifying scenes of the new Blumhouse film. Uh, yeah, I knew you were going to be really excited for this one. I'm. I wouldn't mind going through it. I'm not like too crazy for it. I also wouldn't mind if we don't go through it. Here's the thing: every time they have a maze based on like a property. Right, like you know, when they had the first Exorcist or the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like they have scenes from the movie. Do you think they'll like? Do you think there's a potential that they could spoil anything if we go through this maze? Considering the movie doesn't come out like a month after we're gonna go watch, a month after we're gonna go to Horror Nights. I mean, probably. Right, like we're, they're gonna drop hints of like things that will happen, and we'll be like, oh, yeah, damn. but nothing. I don't think it'll be that crazy. Yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, it's whatever's on this. I'm I'm whatever's on this. I'm not that crazy about it. Um, I think I know how I know this next one. I think I know what your thoughts on this one will be. Uh, The Last of Us. Uh, you and your squad will encounter the haunting and overgrown world of Naughty Dog's video game in a brand new, terrifying way as you make your way through an abandoned Pittsburgh. Join Joel and Ellie and don't make a sound if you want to survive clickers, hunters, and more. No matter what, keep finding something to fight for. I'm definitely hyped for this one. I love uh, The Last of Us, so definitely really cool to see it in person. Yeah, I I think this is one we're definitely going to do just because I feel like most of our friends really like The Last of Us. Um, I've neither played the video game or watched the 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 TV show um so i uh, i'm sure it's going to be good uh, here's the thing though i mean they're like zombies right uh yeah but like with like you know a little extra added pizzazz to them um isn't that like just replacing the walking dead maze with another zombie maze <laughs> in in a way but i think I feel like that's just all in, it is, right? In a fresh way. Yeah, it, it's it's different. They're like fungi, and the way that it spreads is a little different. I think it's cool. I think it's going to be cool. I think it's going to be different, but also familiar. Yeah, this one I'll be going in blind, basically. But I... I, it's just I good. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm down. Um, all right, this next one. Chucky's ultimate kill count. Chucky, the serial killer doll, is back for a new gore fest he's hijacked his own haunted house with all kinds of bloody hijinks you and your friends must survive his ultimate kill count 
Um, this is a I really eh, whatever's for me. Is there really? I mean, uh, the the reason why is just because how are they gonna do Chucky like Horror Nights? They the people the way you get scared is that people come out and jump out at you, right? Right. That's yeah, uh, that's true. So like, are they gonna be dressed as giant Chuckies? You know, with like giant pajamas, basically. Like, is that what it's gonna be? Like, that's kind of what I'm thinking about. And I, I, by the ways, by the ways, I think the set pieces can be sick. If you remember the second Chucky movie, remember when they're in the factory, and they have the walls of all the yellow boxes? What I think, I think that'd be a cool opportunity to have a part of the maze like that, where it's just all the the dolls stacked on top of one another in their boxes, and you gotta walk through that. Uh, that'd be pretty cool. Oh, and uh, I think the first year we went, they had Chucky at the entrance of of Horror Nights, and he was roasting people. They could probably have that at this maze too. Like, you just, yeah, it would be pretty cool. Yeah, where they have like Chucky talking to you, that'd be pretty sick. Um, uh, even though Horror Nights hasn't started, I've seen uh, videos of the merch, and there is so much Chucky merch. They went out on, they went all out with Chucky this year. Uh, I think I don't know if it's this one or the Orlando one, but. I think in one of the stores they have the actual Chucky dolls on display, like him, uh, Tiffany, his wife, his bride, uh, like they're propped up and it looks pretty sick. Um, that being said, I kind of wish it was based on the Chucky from the two thousands. I like Scarred Face Chucky. Do you like Scarred Face Chucky? Yeah. That's oh yeah, it's definitely Chucky. cool. It's like an edge. Uh, I'm just gonna send a gif of that. Um. What what were what were, were yeah, your definitely. were you hyped sorry were you hyped for the Chucky maze or not I don't remember what you said no yeah definitely oh, okay Chucky's uh I'm I'm excited to see what they do for, with it yeah I would be excited too I'm just skeptical what they're gonna do like are they gonna have like little puppets like hand puppets that jump out at you or is it gonna be grown ass dudes jumping out at you <laughs> yeah so that's definitely a good point um okay the next one. Uh, Universal Monsters Unmasked. Four Universal Monsters, one new nightmare. Descend into the catacombs where you and your squad will force, well, sorry, will face a new horde of monsters. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, the Phantom of the Opera, the Hunchback of Notre Dame, sorry, my French speakers, Notre Dame, I guess, and the Invisible Man. That, that I'm looking forward to. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, every year that they've every year that we've gone, we've done the Universal Monsters mazes, um, and sometimes uh, most years they're some of my favorites. Um, the when they had the Wolfman meets Frankenstein or versus Frankenstein, and the the Bride of Frankenstein, those were so sick. Um, and these are monsters that are kind of lesser known, um, with the exception of the Invisible Man, um, Phantom of the Opera, dude. They better have an organ playing in that portion of the maze of the Phantom of the Opera. That'd be so sick. That'd be really cool. Also, another thing, I feel like they could have fun with the set pieces with this one because these movies are older than the other ones, and um, they're silent films, and a lot of their setting is in Victorian England. So it could have like like that Victorian you know set design. That'd be so sick. Um, that that's awesome. I'm really. This is. I'm. I'm so far. This is the one I'm excited for the most out of the ones we've covered so far. You. I just can't wait for the atmosphere. 
yeah, it'd be, it's going to be so good. Um, okay, the next one. Evil Dead Rise. The Evil Dead, sorry, The Evil Dead Have Risen Again. An ancient curse rises in a new setting. An L.A. apartment building. The Book of the Dead is about to unleash unimaginable horrors on you and your scream squad. Evil has come home. I mean, it's Evil Dead. Like, come yeah, on. Yeah, awesome. Um, I, I think I can see why they have this one in L.A. Because, I mean, the the movie was set in L.A., right? Uh, to, uh, yeah, so it makes sense. W-L-A-L Orlando. Sorry to my Floridians. Um, that's so sick, dude. Uh I hope they have the uh, dude. Oh my god, they're gonna have the sequence where like they ha- they show the book, right? And then I hope they 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 have the sequence where they play it on the speakers and over the course of the beginning of the maze, you hear the the recording of the people chanting the what's on set on the Book of the Dead on the Necronomicon. That'd be so sick. The next one, Monstruos. I think I said that right. I think I said that right. The Monsters of Latin America, three times the legends, three times the terror. Ten cuidado. With La Muerte as your guide, you and your scream squad must try to survive three terrifying legends. The blood-sucking... I am not even going to try to attempt to pronounce that word. Uh, It's spelled T L. A H U E L P U C H I. Anyways, uh, that owl faced witch, La Lechuza, and Bone Ripping El Silbon. I've not heard of any of these three. No, but it definitely seems really cool. The image they have for it is pretty sick, though. It's like a. Hold on, let me, let me show this to you, actually. It's pretty interesting. I'm actually looking forward to this because the year that they had uh, La Llorona Maze, I loved the set designs. It was so cool. So that's the image they have. Um, I guess I guess they said that... Oh, damn. That seems really sick. They I can't said, wait for uh, that. La Muerte is your guide. So I guess that's like the you know the, the, Grim, Le- the Grim Reaper looking fella. Uh, the one up yeah. on the top left, that's the... The one that they describe as uh, the owl-faced witch, La Lechuza. And I don't know which one is the blood. Uh, sorry, I don't know which one's the bone-ripping El Silbon. And then the other one I can't ment- the one I, the other one I can't pronounce. But they look pretty, they look pretty freaky. Dude, no, they definitely do. Dude, these, these fuckers jumping out. These guys jumping out at you in the maze? Oh my god. It's definitely going to be fun. You know, um... I think we should do an episode where I where I look into these legends and kind of like go over them because I've never heard about them. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. Should we do that before we go? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I'm really looking forward to this one. This one looks very exciting. Um, and their Yorona Maze was a, a, a S tier. So I, I'm imagining this one's also going to be great. Um, and then their last maze is Holidays in Hell, which I think they've had this one before. Uh, it's a fear-long celebration. From New Year's Eve to Thanksgiving, your favorite holidays to celebrate with your friends are going to hell. Tis the season to scream in this holiday nightmare. The scarier, the merrier. I've seen videos of this one. This one looks pretty cool, actually. 
I haven't seen much about it. <clears throat> Let me pull it up actually really quickly, just to get your quick quick opinion on it. Uh, we'll we'll wrap pretty soon. We don't have much left uh, to discuss. Uh, so there, you can see like this is like a cursed looking Easter buddy. Uh, there's a decrepit looking Uncle the Sam, hell? and there's an evil looking Santa. Looks pretty fun. Seems, yeah, seems alright. Seems kind of like like they run out of ideas. <laughs> yeah, like it's been done before, but yeah, it, it'll be alright. It has been done before. So those are the mazes. Um, but there's something else that they're having this year that I don't think they had the last couple years. I know that they have shows there, but most of the every year we've gone, the show that they've had is something called Jabberwockies. I don't know what the hell that is, but this year I don't think they're having that. This year instead, <clears throat> let me let me see if I can pull this up. Well, the Jabberwockies has been a staple for a long time. Yeah, I don't think they're having them this year though. Instead, they have something called um, Blumhouse Behind the Screams. I don't know what that is. I think we talked a little bit about it. They're going to have, like, behind the scenes of some of their upcoming movies and stuff. Five Nights at Freddy's being one of them. Hyped about that. Probably going to check that one out. Yeah, uh, their description is, take a behind-the-screams look at some of your favorite and upcoming Blumhouse films with a killer surprise. Someone said, oh, someone in the comments put, it would be awesome if they had the Five Nights at Freddy's animatronic suits there. They do. They will. Well, I mean, not, like, animatronics, but, like, they'll have some uh, props, apparently. Yeah, it's going to be something like Evil... It's going to be... Not Evil Dead. It's, they, don't, they, don't, they don't do that. It, it, it's going to watch. It's going to be uh, The Exorcist Believer. Because <laughs> uh, that's also Blumhouse. So, um, the other one... Now, I don't think this one's listed as either a show or a scare zone. Because I don't think they've announced their scare zones. Because they have that as well. Um, but this one's called Ghosts, with instead of an S at the end, it's a Z. And the description is, it's you versus chainsaw-wielding ghosts. So I think that's not a show. I think that's probably a scary zone. Um, the other, now there, this, there's another show, and this one is called The Purge, Dangerous Waters. Don't miss this new show where you will be thrust into the purge during a fiery EDM-fueled stunt spectacular. I oh, think it's an electric dance music show. Yeah, I just told you that. Oh wait, never mind. I was gonna say like if it's like a like a club setting where you get a dance in like a purge-themed area, that's so sick. But I just know it's gonna be a show where they're gonna be the ones dancing and putting on a show. Like you're not gonna be there in like yeah. a club area. Damn, never mind. <laughs> that's kind of whack. I mean, still be pretty cool. Someone put, someone put uh, in the comments. Hollywood gets Hollywood always gets a better horror nights than Orlando. Yeah, I mean, LA, come on! Like most of the, we have most of the props and stuff. Yeah, um, damn, that'd be so awesome. We need a horror themed club, like like uh, like a dance thing to attend. That that'd be awesome. It, it, this is a, a a request for our listeners. If you know any in the LA area, uh, let me <laughs> let me know, please. Um, the next one, I think this is a scare zone. Uh, this one sounds cool. 
uh, this one's also like Hispanic themed. Uh, it's called El Terror de las Momias. It's probably like near the mummy. Uh, Revenge of the Mummy ride. This is the description goes is villagers have foolishly unearthed an villagers have foolishly unearthed an ancient army of mummies. Now you're all the targets of their cursed wrath. That one sounds cool. That one sounds cool. They sound like Latin American uh, mummies. Definitely. Uh, this one I'm I'm really I mean it's like it's scare, it's gonna be a scare zone right but. Uh, this would be so sick uh, to go through. I remember, I think in I think in the curse, not the curse, La Llorona. My bad. That's the movie. I think in the La Llorona area, like that general area, they, I think they had a scare zone in front of it that was Latin themed, uh, and they had like a dude that looked like a crow, but he was like on stilts. Do you remember that? He was like a like a tall, so. yeah, which dude. is pretty cool. Yeah, and then the last one, I think this is a scare zone as well. It's called Toys, and then again, the S at the end is a Z. The description goes as follows. A maniacal toy maker is using dark magic to bring evil toys to life, including a porcelain doll, teddy bear, nutcracker, and ballerina. Now these devilish toys are all out of the toy box and after you. I think these are just going to be like the characters that can like jump out at you during the little scare zones, you know, the actors and whatnot i guess pretty cool i guess i don't know yeah um overall i kind of don't feel that hyped about this one though is like you know what last year and it was last year or the year before that it was like absolutely stacked i mean they had texas chainsaw massacre they had the exorcist they had like killer clowns from outer space they had like banger after banger yeah i mean i guess some of these i'm not hyped for but there's definitely hype behind I, I it seems like a song yeah, it seems like a solid lineup. Like, like the last of us, you know, I know people are going to look for, dude, that one's going to get full. So that might have to be one of the first ones we go to, I guess, depending on oh, how. Oh, definitely. If it's like on the lower lot, I think what we should do is go to the lower lot first and then make our way up. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, uh, we'll, we will attend this within a week of recording. As of as of recording, we will attend this in about a week. Uh, I don't know when this episode will go out. Maybe it'll go out after we've gone. Maybe before we've gone. I don't know. Um, uh, we will. We can give you guys an update as to whether or not we liked Horror Nights this year or not, and whether you should go. Until then, uh, I've been your co-host, Bobby. It's been me, your boy. Uh, it's our boy, Alex. And uh, we'll see you all on the witching hour. I love you. You don't need to lie to them at the end of every episode.